All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome into episode 357 of The Real Life Podcast. Hi, Pukey. Hey, little puke. Um, Before so, we got started, yep. Tyler. Easily 75% of the way to a barf. Three Carbo quarters loading. of the way. loading for the podcast. His eyes gagging. are watering. We were doing a little pre-show chat, Wanye, yeah. Tyler, and I, uh-huh. and then he starts gagging. Yeah. On my take, I thought originally he just was so off-put by my take on the Oilers, he started barfing in my presence. So I asked you what's going on yeah. and what happened, Tyler? So um, my days are pretty full, so I eat lunch while I drive to the office. Um, so today was leftover. Allegedly. In- but you won't have a phone call while you drive. Yeah. And you, you avoid eat. the grind. Anyways, carry That's on. That's a respect thing. We uh, can get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was just cramming my face full of leftover chicken penne Alfredo. And it got a little cold at the end and the chicken wasn't great. Um, so by the end of my drive, I was just shoveling cold pasta into my mouth. And then I sat down here and I drank an entire Starbucks coffee. And at one point it went down the wrong pipe and, um, you know, some stuff almost came back up. That happens. It's been weeks since I've seen you vomit. <laughs> uh, 
I saw the video this the other day. It looked like you were starting off becoming a zombie. You looked like you were puking like mercury on the ground. Yeah, close. I expected you to turn around and try and bite people afterwards because you were fully infected. It was actually a delicious cab salve. Yeah, uh, are I, you so when you when you're sober about to puke, are you at least better at positioning where you're gonna go? Or are yeah. you just like centered over? Actually, the you ran out of the building and right like, in the middle of the oh. intersection. Just the funniest part of that heave. video is the pan back, and you can see the hotel bathroom in the background of the shot and Jay go it was equal distant for him to go to the bathroom and puke as to go puke on the yes. deck yeah. well, and there's bushes and snow about three feet from him but he decides to do it right on the concrete in front of the door yeah. I don't think so, your Emchuk would I, I wouldn't put him puking on the road cast or past him sober is all I'm saying I think he's like where else would I puke I I'm sitting here up a lot, though. Well, we had a you're just not good under pressure or something eh? like that's those are pressure packed moments and you gotta be you gotta have your your, your head on uh, you can't be making those kind of decisions. Well, it sounds I, like you're not making any decisions. We have to shout out uh, Bag Milk for his cleanup job, hiding the hiding the body that yeah. came out of your M Chuck's stomach. Yeah, uh, coffee grounds. Would you use? Because the hotel had no comments. Yeah, like four they, buckets of ice. Perfect crime or water. Yeah. No, I just filled yeah. up the garbage can with a bunch of water, a couple of rounds, mm-hmm. swept her away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, as I, one would, somebody who knows how to clean up after a body. Yeah. <laughs> Had, yeah, I had the bleach and the lye and mm-hmm. shovel. I'm glad we're revisiting. Yeah, weird. You had again. all that stuff in your trunk. Yeah, I just you know, just in case. Well, all you have to do is watch Ozark season four, oh part one, I and you learn show. a little bit about uh, the necessities for this. Yeah, I don't have access to a. What is part two? When is part two? May. I oh, looked it man. up. It's devastating. Listen, I have some terrible TV news to report to you. I watched the entire Inventing Anna. In one day, oh, it was I'm 14 hours and I fell out the other end, a basic bitch. I consumed too much Shonda Rhyme content one after another, after another. Can I, and I realized about I, four episodes in that half the show was just about chicks cutting each other down. And I was in, so I've changed. It's I'm only three episodes in, so don't get too far. I identify with Anna. I don't think she really did anything that wrong. I, 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 I've, I've got a lot of time for her right now. She is very interesting and in how hey, she I wield the, uh, well, sorry, I was going to talk about the story. I should, uh, Chalmers, what were you going to say? I don't know who Anna is, but my first person that came to mind was Anna Nicole Smith. Who, oh, yeah. Who's Anna? No, Anna, Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. Anna Del- the new it is actually, on Netflix. Okay. A- Anna Delvey, who faked her way onto the New York socialite scene. But fake is an interesting thing as you watch it. Like, if you know a lot about art, oh, she knew a lot about everything. Real, though, oh like, no, no, hundred percent. Right? Like she, her knowledge of everything was real. Yeah. So therefore, she was accepted. It, it, yeah, it's she goes squirrely and starts ripping people off at the end. No question. Yeah. Like, and you, there's no excuse for like running up a bill in a hotel and dipping. Yeah. But like positioning yourself as an expert on the come up, trying to do crazy shit in business. I don't think that that's like I identify with that type of person. Like that. Yeah. The the art scene. Where like I saw, like I said, I'm only three episodes in, yeah. I think, and just the one when she's in the gallery, just like breaking down that yeah. one painting, and you like, can't fake that shit. Either you can like, or you and can't. And wowing do, a billionaire you know and many, telling her she's you know an idiot for ma- buying the other thing. You know how many people say "fake it till you make it"? Like it's a saying in business. When people are successful, they go, "Hey, at the beginning, I just fake." I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways to do that. It sounds like I had no idea that she was like somewhat of a somewhat of, um, I guess you could say learned person about all these different things in order to achieve a goal. That's well, watching that show. It wasn't like she <laughs> learned all this shit to go and con people out of money. She like became really knowledgeable and became an outsider in an insider world and then yeah. tried to raise money for a real project. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, the Theranos lady, 
Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. right? an amazing documentary. So that's an inter- Oh, yeah. Well, the story too, right? Like well, story she's promoting technology that doesn't yet exist. Mm-hmm. And I don't view that as being fraudulent because they're working on it. But she let like Walgreens order 3,000 of them and yeah. ship them out. Okay. You got to kind of pair back there. But Inventing Anna, it's a really good show. So while you're watching sports, your M check, mm-hmm. 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 I'm watching that. I'm watching Love is Blind. So I got nothing to say about anything. <laughs> I watched episode one of the Kanye documentary. Oh, and? Very, very good. Interesting. Very right? cool. Like as a big hip hop fan, it is very neat to see the kind of environment that the groundwork of his career was kind of laid on. The part with him and his mom was really cool. She's a well. nice lady. Hey, yeah. yeah very nice. Lady. Seems like a genuine Super person. supportive too. Yeah. News raps. Loved his, uh, his new chain. Yeah. That was the best part too. Have you yeah. seen this Jay? No, not yet. You haven't watched it? Oh. Um, very, very oh, good. Oh, man, it's sick to my stomach that I haven't seen this yet. I swear, fuck? like... You're that guy? I don't know, sitting in a He's hiding out in his corner. Yeah. If you could see where Chalmers doing- was right now, you would be terrified that we are in advanced decay as a civilization. It looks like he's in, like, a, 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 a some sort of science station yeah. in Antarctica. Yeah. You look like the look, last like- 20 minutes of that movie, uh, Contagion. Yeah. Like, well, you, it's a legit you built a bunker. bunker. Yeah. Like... It's going down, boys. But anyways, listen. I haven't had. Time. <laughs> it is. Shit. I said I wouldn't bring it up. I'm not bringing it up. But I got a lot of water and a lot of toilet paper. I'm just kidding. Um, the Kanye thing, though, did so. I saw him streaming that Dawn to Two concert on Instagram, and I went to it, and it was like a, the most painful watch I've ever had. Why is that? Not get the stream to go through. Oh, you know, it, it was awful. And from everything I hear, it was a total train wreck. Did anybody watch it on like Twitch or any other live a streaming Boy. site? Cause he's beefing with Apple or something, isn't he? Well, yeah. yeah. And he put out his own thing called STEM player. Yeah. I saw but that. But then he broke down the financials of it and they sold, you didn't have to buy the hardware to listen to the album on STEM player. Yeah. It was also available for free on the website, but he made the equivalent of 500 million streams in one day. By making people go to this janky ass player and listen to his shit there. That's wow. so good. So he's like, what do I care if it's on iTunes? I just made more money over here. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kanye's doing some interesting shit, man. Don't kid yourself. Those listening parties. Remember how we thought it was never coming out Don to one and it was yeah. just to perform. That would have been way cooler than what ended up happening. It's on iTunes with the rest of it, but he's. Yeah. Well, and that's what makes the documentary so interesting. So I watched part two last night. <clears throat> the, guy, the way the guy's mind works in terms of promoting his own shit is incredible. Even he's, back then, before he was anybody. He's so heavily disrespected in the first episode, Jay. Like he's at Rockefeller Records playing <laughs> hits off his album, and they're sitting there, they're like... Hits that we well, now so know as huge jams. Like all wow. falls down. Yeah. Like yeah. his inaugural one, track, he's playing it for geez. their A&R, and they're like, crap, and he's like, this is a number one hit, and he's tearing his hair out. The one clip he's sitting in her office and he's playing it for, and she's just stone faced looking at him like, you are such an idiot. And then as it's playing, like two or three other guys walk in and basically like just start talking to her. She's talking to them. He slowly just like turns it off and walks out. Yeah, that was, and it was all falls down as we know it. As we know it in its final fucking cut. Wow. (laughs) How frustrating would it be to play somebody a number one record whose job it is to listen for number one records? They're like, no. And when he plays the beat for Jesus walks like well before it came out and everybody's just like, mm. yeah, who is that one rapper who was just like, Oh, that appeared oh, on the uh, original Jesus walks. Yeah. What was that guy's name? I don't remember now. Um, no, but then the guy Kanye played it for him was like, Oh, can I, can I get your verse on this? And the guy was like, nah. And then yeah. he like went with the other song family, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, but back to the part where he's playing the songs at Rockefeller records, someone on Twitter pointed this out and I don't know if this person on Twitter is legit or not at all but they were like I worked at Rockefeller Records 
when he did that, he had already been signed for like three months and he was just running around the office bragging about his songs. That's why everyone was oh, ignoring really? him. So the only Conspiracy. part, well, the only part that sometimes like just because I read that and again, it could not be true. Like it could just be someone looking to start shit on Twitter and hates Kanye. No, that doesn't happen. Um, but it kind of made me remember like, oh yeah, he did get final cut of this, right? Like this yes, was like, we talk yes. about Kanye promoting but the storyline that Rockefeller disrespected him all the time. Yeah. The first song I ever heard Kanye on was the bounce. Remember that song? Where he talks about with Kanye, Jay-Z? is that your car? Yeah, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. He's not in the liner notes. He's not in the song on the record. It's just Jay-Z, the bounce. Like there is no Kanye in that song, even though it's mostly Kanye in that song. Oh, wow. So I could see Rockefeller records yeah. just dissing on him hard and not giving a shit. Still too, cool, right? yeah. I can't wait for you guys to watch what? episode two, because there's a really cool moment with Kanye and Jay-Z where he gets on a track with Jay-Z, but the way he gets on is incredible. There's a there part- is- there's footage yeah. of them playing songs <laughs> for each other in the studio and yeah. Kanye's like basically doing a demo for Jay-Z. And the fact that like they have this footage is so crazy to me. The fact you had the fo- like, yeah, the, the thought back then to be like, yeah, you're, you're going to follow me around. Like, go ahead. Let's do this. Thing. Yeah, he's broke, but his first expense is hiring a documentary film crew to follow him around. <laughs> like one of my guilty something. pleasures is to deep dive on like recording studio sessions and just like, yes, Chalmers, I love moment. it. Seeing them in the yeah, studio the, live. Yeah. That moment when they play, when they play the beat and you know, it's going to be a song, yeah. but the rappers just hearing the beat for like the first time. And the best one I ever saw was the making of fade to black. The album, the Jay-Z fade to black album. Yeah. There's a, basically that whole documentary off your shoulder? leading that up the, to that him. Clip you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. When he's with Timberland and like, and Timberland play and, and when he's with um, Kanye or who, whoever makes the, the gladiator um Pharrell. that song yeah Pharrell. Pharrell that, that yeah. was a moment where you just look in his face and you just see it you're like and then he goes and immediately does like all leading up to his concert obviously at msg but those i i search those things on youtube and i usually find a lot of good kanye ones uh, a lot of good jay-z ones but like timberland's got some wicked ones too because he's a weird dude but I love those studio sessions. I love when they have Timbo in the studio breaking down like just different snippets of songs he's created and you see him like pitching ludicrous songs to Jay-Z that later come out. He's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, you always have one for me at the end though. What do you got for me? He's like, what, this old jam? And then drops dirt on your shoulder and then dusts his shoulder off right in the beginning of Jay-Z listening to it. And you can see Jay-Z in frame hearing the music and watching a guy get dirt off his shoulder and that's all it takes for a fucking number one hit. I, that was so funny because he's, he's punching the keys on his thing and you hear that ludicrous song and, and Jay-Z looks at him like, nah, no. like, this is no good, <laughs> it's not good enough for me. And you're yeah. like, that's a, that's going to be like a legit good Jay-Z song straight up. Episode two of the Kanye doc has some appearances from Luda in it. Luda, Luda. Love Luda. Love Luda. He was a, he was a hot as a pistol there back oh, in the man. He, uh, he oh, had his time. time. It was Luda's time yeah. for a while there. And he managed it well. He went and did acting afterwards. It wasn't yeah. like he fell off and acted crazy. He just transitioned yeah. to something more lucrative. Yeah. yeah. He'll be on NCIS Alabama. He was creative too. Remember when he had the video where he had the big arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was oh, yeah. like swinging in the bathroom. That's yeah. cool. I haven't seen that before or since. Big old arm video, your M trick. You ever seen that one? No, I have not. You it's have good it? party jams. I thought you'd be all over Luda. Are you too young? You oh, might be too, young, too for young for Luda. What? You don't remember how big Luda was? Well, I guess not I'm- really. Like I kind of remember the tail end of Ludacris. Like I, you know, a few Ludacris songs I remember listening to when I was like a teenager or whatever. Ah. Not a lot. Not a lot of Luda. Interesting. I'm mm-hmm. shamed. Very shamed. You would love Luda. Hip, There's probably four or five heavy. tracks. Yeah. You'd get down with it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the ones I. Saturday. Ooh, ooh. 
I guarantee you know move, bitch. That's a trap. Oh, yeah. Code. yeah. Codes? Oh. Area codes? Best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his number one song on Spotify is My Chick Bad. That's a good that's track, a good too. Jam, yeah. that was, I remember jam. when that one kind of first came out. his best song My English in the streaming bad. era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My English. Our friend of the Quonset Hut has the best joke to date. Yay. You look like a research so, scientist that knows what's happening before everybody I'm, else I'm, does. You John. look like you're I'm, at the North well, Pole. Yeah. yeah. Technically, that was my I am Antarctica way out science get, station yeah. comment. Yeah. Yeah. We surrounded we get by the weather jars of three food hours and earlier. I like it. Yeah. Is that a temporary structure or is that a permanent thing? No, it's permanent. It's on a it's on a concrete floor. It's got full gas, full heat, full Wi-Fi capabilities. Yeah, it's just a little shop. It's just it's the homeowners. I mean, I, it's not mine, obviously. I didn't set this up just to build this house. Um, but yeah, I unfortunately have to be out here, so I get to hang out in it. Thank you for making time. Yeah. Well, the Wi-Fi works great. Yeah, Wi-Fi is excellent. It's fucking yeah, amazing. No, Wi-Fi. It's, better Wi-Fi than we have here. They got the oh, fiber geez. optic out there. Yeah, yeah we're having some Wi-Fi issues. They here do, and literally, much. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like those roads, those roads today. Like I am probably I'm. I just stopped sweating from driving. It's about 45 minutes to an hour out of town. Sweating from uh, driving. That doesn't sound good. Why the roads greasy? I, Interesting. The roads Crushing were a giant disgusting. Alfredo? I was white knuckled and sweating the whole time. Oh, stressful driving. I'm stressed I've, out. I've, we've reached the point of the winter where I'm over it. Yeah. I'm really over well, it. Well, especially getting like having like three weeks of mild weather and then yep. to like experience what we have last few days, but we're back to mild weather tomorrow. This is why this time right here is always the best time to plan a vacation. Cause you just get that. You're sick of it. Is this an Interesting. No, he's, oh, wearing the avoid. Is an he's, a, he's wearing avoid the grind he's home for he's an about hour to tell us how he's booked a vacation yeah. right around March 21st. Yeah. No, I've booked a vacation in early April to go to Nashville with some people I consider my close friends. Oh, well done. Huh? We're almost sold out. Aren't we? We're almost sold out. We have until March 2nd. You, sorry, we we're already going. You have until March 2nd to come and join the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are thinking about it, uh, well, stop thinking, start doing, start doing, start traveling. Yeah. If you're thinking about it, you'll never do it. It's true. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to be there. So that'll be fun. Uh, Nation Dan will be there. Rick will be there. Um, and remember everyone on the trip, Tyler loves a nice big glass of red wine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guzzles it. Yeah. I will not touch red wine on the trip. That is right there. A lie. So Tyler just lied to you. The trip is in fact, not a lie. That is real, but he will be consuming <laughs> red wine on this trip. Uh, might be some other special guests coming. Who knows? Oh, who knows? Oh, wow. I don't know if I can say it yet. Cause I don't know if it's confirmed. Oh, wow. But I know there is a special guest thinking of joining. Is us. it Ray Schmerd? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bobby Schmurda. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Schmurda will be there. Uh, Ludacris? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't know who that is. Yeah. He'd be like, I don't know, Chris Bridges? Who the hell is this? Yeah. Luda? Luda? Oh, the guy from Fast and the Furious. No, he's a rapper. <laughs> uh, I have started rewatching Community. Donald Glover's hilarious in that show. That's a really good Childish show. Gambino. Yeah, Never yeah. watched that. It's pretty funny. It is an actually clever show. It is. Um, and then now my TikTok's full of like all the hidden Easter eggs in the show too. So now I'm going back and rewatching like the what? show, knowing a bunch of the Easter eggs. So there's this one, it spans over two seasons where someone on the show says Beetlejuice. And then like a season later, they say Beetlejuice again. And then there's a third time where they say Beetlejuice. And as the person says Beetlejuice, the third time in the show's history, a guy dressed like Beetlejuice goes through the background of the show. 
Cool. Um, oh, because they said it three times. They said I it was, three times, but it was over like a season cool. and a half or two seasons. Somehow you don't know Ludacris, but you know the story of Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. That's like pretty because common knowledge. that show taught it to him. That too. Have you seen Beetlejuice? No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Beetlejuice really? also morphed into a cartoon as well. Yeah, you should the, gra- the uh, what is it? The um, the effects of Beetlejuice was cutting edge at the time. Uh, here oh, in you'll love Beetlejuice. There's only was- one Beetlejuice in my mind. Oh, he's a tiny little dude. Oh, he's, and I love him. He is oh, a special God. fella. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we're almost at the 20 minute mark of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Flies by. Brought to you by the HGA group. Don't know if I got that in off the jump. Should we talk hockey? Last night's game was so disheartening. Oh, it was like it was so, so positive and so annoying at the same time because they played so well. They Including just, Mike Smith. <laughs> they had, they played well enough for 60 minutes against one of the best teams in the NHL to walk away with two points. And they did not because they can't get a fucking safe. That's the whole thing, man. Like they held one of the best teams in the NHL and the two time defending Stanley cup champions to under 25 shots on net. And how many real good scoring chances as well? Lots for the lightning. Oh, sorry for the Oilers. No, for the lightning. I thought you meant, thought you meant we many, held no. them to not very many. Not we many. had very many that yeah. too, but like the lightning had 24 shots or whatever. And I would say maybe three of them were like good scoring chances. Yes. And somehow Mike Smith gave up four goals. It's just, and two of those goals were really weird. That weird blocker goal. Yeah. Like, should he have been, I don't know nothing about nothing, so, but isn't he, shouldn't come out of his net a little bit? If you head over to oh, the he Daily loves, Faceoff. He loves yeah. living in his net, just like Chalmers loves living in a Quonset. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, dailyfaceoff.com or Daily Faceoff YouTube channel, Mike McKenna broke that down perfectly. The and, RVH. I'm yeah. learning about that. And he was Mike Smith's teammate when Mike Smith first learned the RVH. What is RVH? It's the position when there's vertical horizontal or something. Yeah. It's like you have one pad upright and one pad sideways. Basically reverse cowgirl horizontal. Yep. Everybody's favorite. It's the move that all the goalies make now when they're trying to prevent a wraparound where they're kind of like pressed up against the post. And McKenna was basically like, you use that when someone is at the goal line or around the goal line, not when a guy's in the top of the circle and another goaltending guy on Twitter pointed out, he was like, that's just pure laziness. That's, not having the energy or not wanting to stand up. And then he the told he does, his D. He doesn't come out of his crease. Like, no, I'm losing. So <laughs> that's what Shannon Zabadoff said last night as well. Yeah. She, she was she's, ripping and she joined yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And she's like often wondered about his style. <sighs> yeah. I, oh, I, reckless. I, yeah. Right. You know, I, 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 I beat, I used to beat the Mike Smith drum. Uh, he was better than though, to be fair. He was better than Miko. He had a yeah. good year last year, yeah. but I feel like it's now jumped the shark and I'm, I've hit a breaking point. You I've just, said this before, but here's my opinion on Mike Smith. And that is his kids can be that coached. Guy, that guy, they coachable kids. Uh, that guy goes where his confidence takes him, but he, when he gets down and you see him flailing away in the crease, the way he does, and he's lacking confidence and he starts yelling at players. Like it's about as bad as it can be, but we've all seen him with like a lot of confidence. And that is just, in my opinion, that is too volatile a situation for us to have right now. Well, and here's another thing too, is if you play like the way he has been, you have zero right in my mind to go tell off defense. Who did he go yell at? Who did he go yell at? I Uh, I didn't, I didn't see that. I was like, legs. Two games go is Broberg. Last game it was Niemalainen and Lagesson. Yeah. You so got so he's no legs to stand on the young guys. Guy. 
And the young guys too. It just feels like he's just being a pissy fucking old man yelling at the young kids on the blue line. Like, like during our losing streak, like there was a couple games we outplayed the other team and lost, but for the most part, we let down the goalie yeah. and the goalie also let us down. It was a double letdown. That those really stink. A double. But last night, the team by far and away the better skaters. Easy. And to just lose, especially at a crucial time to lose, especially going into the gauntlet that they're about to this weekend playing before 9am against two juggernauts. And the time of the goals too, like Connor just tied up the game at one apiece on the power play. Nice little snapshot. Oh, he did his good smile. You love that he was smile. Pumped. He was pumped. Pump. Two seconds later, Stamkos was an ugly one. Buzzkill. I had bet on the first period score being 1-1. How much money did you have on you? Because you blanked it out. I don't like throwing well, just, units out on that. Well, just, oh, also it's significant. Well, he doesn't want to. It wasn't, I wouldn't It wasn't significant, but it was a nice amount of money. It would have been good. I hedged it, though. Are we talking cool quarter mil? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have came into work today. <laughs> um, and I did hedge it, though, with a little bit on over two and a half goals because they were both such big plus money bets for the first period that I was like, ah, either it's going to be 1-1 or it's going to end with three goals. So I actually still won money, but it would have been nice to win the more money. You know, yes. I'm not going to lie. I bet on Tampa to score in the first 10. I love that bet. <laughs> Didn't get it, but it was close. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it's, it's super disheartening to watch them play that way and lose out on two points. Cause now they're pretty much out of a playoff spot again. Um, yeah. And now they have to play Carolina and Florida back to back. Yeah. Very early. And like, it's just going to be so hard now to not get swept on this three-game run. Let me quote, boys, to Manum at the end of the road, and here's why. I feel dismay when I watch Miko let in his patented first shot goal over glove side, and I feel terrible, and I feel f- bad for the Oilers. We have a long game and a big hole to climb out of. I feel that exact same feeling when Bloody Smith starts now. It's like yeah. both of them got first shot-itis off each other, and they're both useless. <sighs> and they still almost pulled it off. And why Skinner in the A? Makes the no f- sense. That's what I was just going to say. I, well, it's, it, I, it, it does make sense because it's salary cap yeah, stuff, yeah, isn't yeah. it? No, it's not. Oh. You, you'd have an extra 300K in cap space if you swapped him and Miko. Miko goes down? You put Miko on waivers. You can bury 1.1 million of that contract, and Skinner's only 750K. Plus, Skinner has a mustache. But there's Hell something, there's something. Uh, he doesn't have a no movement. Eh? I thought he was He's got a limited no trade. So you can send him down. There's no reason why Stuart Skinner, like, what are we doing here? What are you doing, Jay Woodcroft? Maybe he doesn't want him around. Fire Woodcroft. Maybe, maybe Woodcroft doesn't want him around. Maybe he's like, you're kind <laughs> of Wood, yeah, Wood, you Wood, fire Woodcroft. <laughs> well, he's had enough time. But Woodcroft Fuck. only plays the team that the GM gives him. Yeah. Like, that's yep. the situation. So I think at this point, you need to run three goalies. I think simultaneously. You need, yeah. You need to have one that guy healthy scratched every game. If fucking you, idiots. Three players, three but goalies. That's just eating yeah. up trade deadline cap space. Or it is Jay Woodcroft trolls Ken Holland and starts the game on Saturday with six skaters. Yes. Yeah, Your M check. Exactly. I want to ask you a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. What would I be d- preventing the Oilers from putting two goalies in the crease at the same time? You'd need only four other players. That's a, But hold on. <laughs> we can do that. We got fast guys. <laughs> Would there be a rule in the rule book preventing the Oilers from starting both their goalies simultaneously? For, yes. for social yes. media content, I would like someone, maybe Surveyor Brett, to go find this rule in the rule book because Surveyor <laughs> Brett might know where it is. There's got to be a rule, though. Is there, though? Oh, 100%. Otherwise, someone would have done it. 100%. I don't get it. it would you, would there be an advantage? Why That's my second question. Would there be an advantage to having two goalies in there? Probably not. They probably conk into each other all the time. Well, you, no, you, you have, you have like one deep and then front one back. like out front. Like, like you're playing yeah. doubles tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like just, yeah. So just whoosh, wall. 
one on the other one's shoulders. Yeah, they invented basketball. Nobody slam dunked for a long time, probably. And then one wow, guy slam dunked, backs. and they were like, "Damn, were I think we should ice baskets. both goalies simultaneously." Or well, actually, I don't know. Did you watch? Uh, did you see anything about the NBA uh, dunk contest? Nobody dunks anymore either. What do they just do? Layups. It was awful. Never mind. I don't want to disrail this with an NBA. Yeah. What happened? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. It was awful. It was like lost, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar left halfway through it because he was sick of watching the crap. Really? Uh, just not, no originality. The guy that won it basically just did like a windmill dunk and it was just like yeah, stuff like, they do in games. to mean something. Like that was the, that was the Vince Carter seven, shut it down. Yeah. Remember? And then the three-pointer was footer. boring. It's like boring. Now three-pointers where it's at and the dunk is meh. A seven footer won the three point competition. Yeah, it's a whole, the world's a mess. Anyways, the so, world's a mess. Chalmers is in a Quonset yeah, hat. No one because of the NBA All Star game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a legitimate question for you guys too. Um, it has to do with Woodcroft. Has anybody like I like him? But so no. far, so good. I mean, I, I I I don't know much about him, but the questions I would ask is. Has anything changed with the time of play for yes. the for the players on the team? And is he playing? The best players more less, less. significant and, 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 the, and the players that are going, he's promoting significant. So like changes. Shore, even though he had See, a kid, those are the kind of things I like to know. Like I like to know how, how it changes. You just watch the you know, game. Well, I do, and I but I don't come. study it. Buddy, in one eye, out the other. He's like, probably running on some sort of different time. One eye, out the other. In one eye, out the other. That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, 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 you know, I observe a lot of life like that, so I guess I, I get can it, empathize. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, Chalmers, yeah, yeah. he spreads so, the minutes I, I around like significantly. People, I have I have my my view on it, and that's what I thought. That's what I, I, I figured was happening, but I, I wanted test. actual, you know, um, confirmation. So, I, sorry, I wanted to go back to the goaltending, actually. I wasn't really done talking about that. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, who are we going to get? Well, so we had heard kind of like a month ago that <laughs> is there a taller Finnish goalie we could get? Ooh, is anyone in the nation of Finland and in that and taller less, than me and less wide? Sure, more pencil. Uh, I don't know, um, but we heard a few months ago that you know, like Friedman and them would report that if there's a goalie out there, Holland's called on him, but he didn't like the prices. I wonder if he now maybe just ponies up the extra little bit, whatever it would cost. To he just doesn't go, have a, oh, fuck. He, he better realize he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe you look at Anton Forsberg in Ottawa. <sighs> Why? He's having, unre- he's having an unreal year on a bad team. And would you say that he's at the top of the bad team, best goalie matrix right we now? We had yeah. Anton Forsberg. And he never played. <laughs> so what, you know, Holland likes him because he was willing to sign him. We had Anton Forsberg. Yeah, yeah, he he bounced around. We had him for a minute before the what was it before the taxi squad? Before or? the taxi squads, they wanted to put him on waivers, and then Carolina picked him up, and then Carolina put him back on waivers, and, and they then lost him to like L.A. or something. Winnipeg, and then Winnipeg picked him up, and then Winnipeg like put him on waivers, and Ottawa was like, oh shit, we'll take that guy, and then like he ended up there. It was weird. Um, it's like a lot of people like right now. He just likes being. He will, he will get a tribute <laughs> video when he comes back. He only Honk. makes nine hundred thousand dollars. Honk, honk. If the cost is a fourth rounder, <laughs> even your third rounder Freedom! next year. <laughs> oh, fuck. Maybe do it. <laughs> do you think that's the answer? There's no you, third you, or fourth round draft pick in the history of the NHL that would be worth more than a good goalie right now to the Edmonton Oilers yes. hockey club. Why? why, why? I don't know. It you, might be you, a depth you, piece in Oklahoma or in Bakersfield. Rather. They just, you think Anton Forsberg. You need something that's better than what you have, and Forsberg's having a good year. Well, so, like, why not roll is, the dice? The yeah. reality is, even just average goaltending is better than what we got. 
or you trade like the What's second save percentage right now. How Fours. tall is he? I only measure goalies by height. That's the only advanced that's analytic the only metric we need. What's his situation? At least, so that's good. Okay, we're halfway home. Twenty nine years old, six, six three. three. Six what? Six three. Okay. Oh, that's hey, that's, that's not bad. That's not too big, not too small. It's a good oh, height. Yeah. Uh, he's size queen. He's got a nine seventeen save percentage. Oh, that'd be oh, nice. Okay, I'll take it. In twenty four games with the For Ottawa Senators, he's Ottawa won- Senators are a hoot, by the way. I know, but he's won more games than he's lost on the Sens, and they're not good. Their defense is worse or than are the they Oilers. A honk? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Graham Chuck. Pull trigger. Let's get this done. Let's get this shit wrapped up. We need him by the weekend. Yeah, if it, yeah. Fourth rounder. Let's go. Hey, go. Figures. Do we have a fourth rounder? Yeah. Uh, Can we email Pierre that- Dorian directly? Well, I was going to say, you know, I might not be the first media member to negotiate a trade with the Auto Senators. You'll be very, very proud of me. I you, feel you, like you I know, know who, who I talked to this morning. Yeah, I told, I told Bagman who yeah, I talked to this morning. I did. I asked him to give us a goaltender. No, that's because nice. they were hoping that we would have beat Tampa. I said, well, if you give us one of your goaltenders, yeah, maybe yeah, we would have. Yeah, nice. I was trying to negotiate a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be really How'd nice. How'd that go? Well, um, they, well, work in progress. It's yeah. It, it takes a while. W-I-P. It was a first meeting. I, uh, yeah, I, I just think you need something, right? I love the idea of getting Braden Holpe. No. Do you? I think he could be Dwayne Rolson 2.0. Nope. No. Why not? No. Dwayne Rolson can be Dwayne Rolson 2.0. Bring, Bring back. back Dwayne Rolison yeah. in 2022. Nobody's doing that. What's he making this year, your M check? He battles. Probably yeah. not a lot. Not a lot, I bet you. Probably yeah. less it's than so other guy. It's so popular. Like you think, think so Braden Holpe. All you, they are not looking for a long-term solution. That's why I'm throwing out names. But like we need Forsberg a solution that we can go deep with. I guess he's won a cup, but like. He's done it. And like all you need is from. But he hasn't been good since he did it. He's been good this year. All I care about is right now. I'm very in the moment. Yes. You're, you're are, you, are you present? Avoiding the present. grind. Interesting. Did our hot tub conversation sink in from Jasper being present? No, yeah, maybe. Is that what you told him you needed to do? Be present? 912 for Braden Holpe, by the way. Did you just How finish tall? the 12 day cleanse like Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> no. I told uh, Did you hear about this? Did you hear what this cleanse entailed? Getting rid of his girlfriend? Uh, no. Um, um, Oh gosh! Wow, great! <laughs> trying to make this fun. Okay, so he had to do um, puking every so often. He had okay. to do therapeutic puking, um, a therapy that. where he sticks butter up his butt. Shut oh, up, Chalmers! I'm done. Come Look on! So the bulletproof. Look it up. They call it does, the midnight visitor. Does Aaron Rodgers put <laughs> butter up his? <laughs> it's a 12 day cleanse, and he did a certain day two. The midnight visitor. It Look like. it up. Can we do it after midnight? Keep going, Charles. What's day three? Mercury eye drops? What do you got? (laughs) Mercury eye? No. Uh, I don't know. He fasted for like three days straight or something and then puked it all, puked up nothing. I don't know. It says three days of consuming ghee, a form of clarified butter until you evacuate at both ends. And evacuate means? I don't know if that's like an ayahuasca trip. I don't know if he was uh, reverse eating though. That's only three days, buddy. Go One day of laxative therapy after doing all that? There it is. Lax, there you go. Now you're getting it. Laxative therapy. Mm-hmm. With the butter. All you need to do <laughs> to get rid of butter. everything in your system is have one drop shot of tequila Watch and a goblet Oilers? of red wine, and you will evacuate oh at both ends. You don't need a day of laxative therapy. Mm-mm. You don't need three days of herd drops in your nose, apparently. It's getting into that. Many days of enemas. Many. That's yeah. what scares me. Many. Yeah, many That's days. open-ended. Many. Yeah, yeah it's you're not good. counting because it might never end. Yeah, you're not like 11, 10, yeah, you 9. You become dependent on the enema. Like more. <laughs> Cleaner. <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> more. More mercury. Wow. Well, 
on that note. So that's the answer. 12 day cleanse. Many days of enemas. Maybe that's, that's why, why Skinner, present. Maybe so, that's why Skinner is in Bakersfield. They sent him down to do a quick 12 day cleanse. Oh, and he's going to come back up in the California mountains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got, got his yogi. He's the only goalie that doesn't need a cleanse right What's now. What's that popular oh. tree out there? A redwood? A sequoia? No. Uh, maybe Joshua it's not even tree? Yeah, there we go. Head there. That's only for people named Joshua. <laughs> popular tree. You don't even know how the Joshua tree? tree works. Only Joshua's can go to the Joshua tree to get any sort of treatment. <sighs> yeah. Here's what I'd like to I talk about, and it okay. isn't even really a transition, but if you want to throw an ad in, now's a perfect time. Twiggenberries.ca. Are you heading to Joshua Tree? Twiggenberries has the perfect outfit for that and any sort of scenario. Outdoor rinks, whether you're getting ready for some nice summer fires. Or many days of en- enemas. Underwear or- to put on after your many enemas. Oh, yes. <laughs> Twiggenberries. Nation 15. 15% off at Twiggenberries.ca. Butter stains come right up. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not butter. <laughs> Olio, Gia, Gio. <laughs> now, what are you doing, Tyler? He doesn't have a microphone anymore. You're always, you're always fidgeting. You're like Waz. Waz didn't have a cord okay, plugged Wanye, in, and he started Wanye. just I was ranting into the microphone. What was it? Oh, thank you, Charles. Yes, I was very. I, I could see in your face this was going to be something I was going to like. We are working on Ryan Smith Day, and Ryan Smith Day here, at the nation <laughs> is going to be all Ryan Smith for a day, as the name suggests, on the 15th anniversary of him being traded. Ooh. Like That's this. a big day around here. Who? Huge day. Ryan oh, Gordon Smith. Oh, fucking dear. Number 94. Thomas. Number one in your heart. Oh. Long hair. No teeth. Big and hard. Face. Does Smitty know we're doing this? Yep. Does he? I don't know. I don't know. I was texting him. Well, you? I wasn't. Oh. I Gregor was supposed to get in touch, but Smitty's off grid. He lives in Nashville now. So it isn't just. It's not exactly off grid, but okay. find him when you're down there. You're well, he's there. not going to bump into him at the local YMCA. Right. True. But anywho. Smitty Day. So why is Smitty Day of importance to the nation? And we're now at our 15th birthday. We are a surly teenager. We'll have to throw a big party in November. We're going to talk about Smitty on Smitty Day because this was the anniversary of Jay and I losing our shit and putting together the plan. So Coombe and I and Kennedy and some other folks here at the nation are all in Brownlee's writing some articles, his remembrances in the 90s and Gregor's getting involved and. All sorts of one. We're going to give away a Smitty jersey. Glorious. Brownlee's going to do some memories of this 40s too or what? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and what I want to talk about today was just two Bradley Smitty related. Jeez, he's salty in that Quonset, eh? <laughs> yeah. Life's not good in the Quonset. So lonely. Off, off, so <laughs> lonely. <laughs> the grid for five seconds. And wow. You abandon society permanently for five days and you've already. Nobody can up. hurt. Come, come try to find me. <laughs> I heard it takes up 45 minutes to an hour to get there. If we brainstorm right now on two Smitty related topics, you can be in the documentary and you can be quoted. So if you want to live forever as a man from Quonset with your name attached to Ryan Smith, now is your chance for infamy. There are two topics we need to give our hot takes on. And I'm going to tell Coombe to listen to this documentary as, or listen to this show to get stuff for his little documentary. Number one, why did we love Ryan Smith so much back in the day? I'll tell you why. One of my favorite memories that I'm going to write about a little bit for Ryan Smith Day is I was lucky enough to be at the game in the playoffs where he took one in the grill mm. from from Chris Pronger, left the ice, gets stitched up, his mouth is bleeding, comes back and gets an assist on Horkov's OT winner. Yeah. Just that, a disaster of a mouth. At that that point. was just what Smitty was no matter what it took to get a goal or get his team on the board or move the team forward, he was always up for it. I've never in my life. And maybe Jay, you know somebody off the top of your head. I've never seen anybody want to be an oiler more than Ryan Smith. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Love being an oiler. Too. He got run over by it, an oiler. Man. Didn't he? What? In the parking lot. What? Yeah, in Banff when he was a little kid, he got hit by like, oh Glenn Sather or yeah, something, wasn't yeah, it? Something like that ran over him in a yeah. parking lot. That's how you draft. Yeah, the story of how Ryan Smith came to be an Oiler is a really interesting one that we're going to get into. In that, his dad owned the gas station in Esso, or sorry, the Esso gas station in Banff. And to be living in Banff, you had to have a business in Banff. It's still the same rules today. And Glenn, Glenn Anderson Sather hit him with a car, by the way. Glenn Anderson hit him with a car. Glenn Saylor has a giant hockey school in Banff because it's a loophole to allow him to live in Banff year round. And so he would have minor hockey kids come to this training session and like Oilers would come. And it was all very exciting before the season. And he met like a very young Ryan Smith who skated up to him on the ice and was like, I'm going to be an Oiler one day. And Glenn Saylor was like, damn, you are a little kid. And then took a real interest in him going there for there forward. Ryan Smith was like training to be an Oiler with Glenn Saylor from like the age of 10. That's crazy. And on his draft day, we have the articles. We did a lot of research cams and a really good job. And it's like Smitty being like, I hope one day I can make Kevin Lowe like me. And you're just like, oh man, you're such a good oiler. So love Smitty because he wanted to be an oiler more than anybody. Also liked being in Edmonton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pillar in the community. What I I liked about Ryan Smith was that he played the game with two things. Youthful exuberance. He always seemed happy. He always seemed like he wanted to be play, like to be playing. He always played it hard. He played with reckless abandonment. Oh yeah, man. He was always willing to give his body for it. He was always willing to give his face as he did against Pronger. He stood in the toughest areas in the ice with a smile on his face. Just took a beating, man. Like just took a beating and checked in the back, standing in front of the net. He scored a lot of goals from two inches up. He said there, I think uh, what's his quote. He says there's a lot of money in the blue paint or something like that. And I'll bet you anybody who you ask that played as a defenseman against him said that he would be the guy that would take the worst turn around, smile and say, thank you and skate away and then come back for more the next shift. And it's just, that's the type of player you can't breathe. You can't teach that shit. Like that's in you, right? Yeah. Well, you gotta go and see Glenn Sater and Banff when you're not, you can't teach it. Truck. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get Glenn Anderson and knock some sense into you. <laughs> Glenn Anderson running to him with a car is funny enough, but it's like, yeah, that's why I liked him the most. He, he just, he, he reminded you of what was pure about sports, just like in general, you know, you see players like, he reminds me in the NFL of like a Marshawn Lynch, you know, a guy who's just, he, 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 he's not going to overthink anything. Let's put it that way, but he's loves what he's doing. And you can tell with every play and he's inviting the worst parts of the game into his life and, and basically enjoying every minute of it. Like you got to admit that's, that's, that's something you're just born with. Right. When Ryan Smith was a rookie, I remember going to a preseason Oilers game and waiting outside the Rexall place with my little stick for autographs. And a rookie Ryan Smith came up with a brand new 18 year old mullet and talked to me as though I was his best friend in the world. And I was like, Oh, I hope you make the team, sir. And, oh, thank you very much. Oh, you're in Moose Jaw. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. And then came back the next night and had the exact same conversation with me. He like didn't remember me at all <laughs> and proceeded to have the exact same conversation with me a second time. Ryan Smith in his rookie season, when he had no seniority in the team, was already giving pucks to kids in warm up over the glass. I'd never seen an NHL player do this. And I remember hearing, I don't know if it's true or not at the time, the Oilers were mad at him for giving away so many pucks. And he was like, no, I'm doing this. And now you look, you got kids against the boards with all sorts of demands. Well, different, different financial times. He was just un- <laughs> incapable of getting an ego either. Hey? It's like, like he, he loved being in, the Oilers so much. He just wanted yeah. to bring in the children in the warm up and give them a moment that would make them all super fans. It's just unbelievable foresight for an 18 year old kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So the second half of Ryan Smith remembering is how, why does today or the anniversary of Smitty day coming up? Why does that have anything to do with like the start of Oilers nation? And this is because at the time Jay and I were thinking about doing Oilers nation. We'd already bought the domain name, OilersNation.com, but we wanted to do like a throwaway site that if we fucked up, we wouldn't ruin the name of this nation member. Yep. Cause we're like, I don't know if people are going to like this. Like we're going to try and do something different, but we didn't want to ruin the good name of Oilers nation, which was nothing except this other thing that we had in our heads. So we were like, we should do a site about an issue. And I remember having this conversation with you and we didn't know what the issue was. We yep. thought the others are just coming off a cup run. I didn't yes. think they were going to stink. I thought we we're going to be writing about how great they are for the next 10 years. And it was like a week after we discussed, maybe we should make a trial balloon website Smitty got traded. Mm -hmm. And at the time we had heard that it might just be until the summer. He might come back because he was a free agent. And maybe the others were like really ahead of this thing. And they were letting him go get some playoff rounds under his belt and have his fun Mm -hmm. for it to come back to the Oilers. So I remember thinking at the time, if we can show that people are really interested in a Smitty site and they really want him back, maybe that'll force the Oilers hand to listen to the fans and bring Smitty back. Is that how you remember it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else do you remember from those times? Uh, oh, I remember it was a mad dash. Once the trade happened, we're like, holy shit. Like, cause it was two things like, this is, this is the, this is the topic. This is the thing. But also we're like, I can't believe the fucking Oilers traded Ryan Smith yeah. either at the same time. Like that emotional press conference when he's at the airport crying, like yep. half of Edmonton is crying with him. Like we were crying with him. Very emotional. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I remember getting it like we, we got it launched and then, you know, that we did our hilarious like promotional brigade. And the one thing I, re- I remembered was uh, we went to the Oilers play Tampa, I think the first game after the trade and uh, we're there and we got our Ryan Smith shirts on and whatever. And we talked to that couple from Tampa that, f- that traveled from Tampa. Yeah. And yeah. And, and they had heard about the site bring Ryan home.com. Yeah. They, they had heard about the big stink that was happening in Edmonton yeah. about the Smitty trade. I don't know if it was like a day or two or three after I can't remember exactly, but uh, I, I just remember like they they were blown away with kind of how far we would go for an Edmonton oiler. Yeah. I remember putting, so we went to my sister and said, can you make us a t-shirt design? And we want to have a milk carton that says missing, like Ryan Smith's a missing child. Oh, I didn't know your sister did it. Yeah. And then in the bottom barcode, we put in something like OilersNation.com or something. And I remember the time you're like, but that's not a website. And I was like, it will be one day. And we put that in the initial design. And then we put the shirts for sale in Bang On in Kingsway Garden Mall, which was this old. Well, well, once again, like that all started because of the commotion we kicked up. Cause I, I'm trying to think we didn't, we didn't even have social media. We were a website and we were just literally we were posting on Facebook. And then the sun wrote about on us. Facebook. Oh, that's the right. Sun wrote about us. Po- posting on Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we, and then we were just flyering and putting up things on every telephone pole possible saying Ryan Smith is missing. And we made it like we were getting some attention. So when we went into bang on, they knew about it. Yeah. And then they offered to carry the shirts for us. We went to, was it Buckingham at white Ave when we were doing our glue night? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was the Buckingham. It was, it was, it was, yes. Yeah. So we go to filthy McNasty's. We're wearing matching Ryan Smith, missing shirts. And we have Ryan Smith flyers that were glue sticking to the wall in the bathroom on the mirrors. And the bouncer comes over. He's like, Hey, 
Are you the guys gluing the pictures of Ryan Smith to the wall in the bathroom? We're wearing matching t-shirts that match the poster. We're like, no, no. <laughs> That's how we had to be escorted out of filthy McNasty's that night. Yeah. But I remember even then like people looking, and this is the Genesis of nation gear. I remember that game against Tampa wearing the shirt and people looking at us in the concourse. Like, where did you get that? We were like, we made it. We made it ourselves. We didn't buy it. We made it. And people were like, whoa, these guys really want Ryan Smith to come home. They're making t-shirts up in here. You know what I remember? No. Thinking you guys needed to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were making a <laughs> you guys were making a big deal about an oiler that just got traded and we all have jobs. We're just freshly into jobs. You guys are talking about some fangled internet I don't know shit about. And I remember thinking, these two are insane. You had to, no, make, to be Chalmers at no point at that time you had any interest in joining in on it. Uh, I, I liked watching from the sidelines. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I, I, I was interested because it was new and I always, they had had some ideas them too, that, that were really, really good ideas and things that had worked. So it was fun to watch that this, this one, this crazy one, I, I was just, I wanted to watch from the sidelines and, and see if it was like, you know, these guys, I know they're capable. I never, ever questioned that, but it was the idea of like making a website where people can bitch about the others. And I'm like, that's what talk radio is for. Like, you don't need to do that. Nobody needs to this do that. This is pre-social media then, too, right? Now you just then, be like, start no, up a Twitter right, account if you right, want to talk. There, yeah. but, <laughs> right. But there wasn't that. And that's the, that's the, that's the blinders I obviously have for stuff like this. Like I, I never saw anything like this happening, but when I was, when you guys were, when you all of a sudden got super passionate about Ryan Smith, I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. We'd always been like passionate. This. We just didn't have anywhere to no, talk you, about it. it was, okay. It was just me I'm and Jay going, he's Ryan Smith's a hell of an oiler. Yeah. You're right. And there wasn't another no, person we could You loved to. him, but all of a sudden you guys are wearing t-shirts yes. and yes, we're now when we go to, to the, to the bar, the objective is not to post up and get as many ladies to talk to us as possible. It was to, go around and give out flyers and put right. stickers yeah. and, 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 and litter the place. And I just was thinking, this is a crazy pivot. Like it's, it's a, and I wanted to see where it went. So it's, that's what I remember, honestly, as, a, as, a, as an outsider and as your guys' friend, I was just like, man, they're putting a lot of um, energy into something that I, I don't really see where this could possibly go other than to be a fun thing they do in their life. Right. And that is have this website that when he doesn't come home in a year, just goes away. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking a lot in the lead up to this, Jay and I is like looking at different business opportunities of like, how would we even participate in computers as an industry? We didn't even say internet, we're yeah. like hardware, software. Like, yeah. is there a way we know this is an industry of the future. I'm much more excited as a younger person about this than like oil and gas or anything local, but we didn't know anybody. So we had to just make it up ourselves. The, we're like, that's well, what why, wouldn't that's feel why like work talking about the Oilers every day. Even if the site sucks, we love the Oilers. All right, let's do an Oilers website. And away we go. And that's why for someone like me, it just seemed like super unattainable. You know what I mean? Like there was, this was like a dream and I didn't, and there was no, there was no template for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No. Like there, there was starting to become templates for it. Like you, and I know that you guys were more on the inside of that kind of world than I was at, at that point. All I was using you know, a computer for was talking with my friends on porn, you know, and porn. Okay. Yeah. There wasn't like, there wasn't WordPress and stuff like that. There wasn't a third party programs you no. could go and create. It cost us like thousands of dollars to make yeah. Ryan home. And we had to get like a hard, like a programmer had to make basic like programming language to create it. Like it wasn't. Well, and, yeah. right. and so, and so we're just at school and in one portion and what in one class that we have, we have to make a website. Yeah. And the whole idea of the website is to sell something. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you guys selling by making a website about bring Ryan Smith home? Right? Like, how is this 
going to make money? How is this even money? Like it, it didn't to me and my shortcomings in that type of thinking, that creative space, it didn't, it didn't make any sense. And I'm, and I'm just being honest with you. Like oh, it's, it's interesting to hear this perspective, any sense to me, but then yeah, you, 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 I, I didn't totally know that it was a trial balloon at that time for Oilers nation. It's really smart to do that as like a training exercise, right? Cause yeah, you didn't want the first one to suck and you wanted to kind of work out the kinks in it. And you know, the, the plan that you guys had was much more detailed than what even I could see who was close to you guys at that point. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, to, to, to be honest with you, my first reaction was, what the fuck are these two you guys doing, man? What are they thinking? They're crazy. Well, the, the, and they live together. And I think they're crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, and like the thing that like <laughs> the crazy thing was like there's there were thousands of signatures. Well, you whatever e-signatures and well wishes. We had a petition. Yeah, because it was assigned the petition. Uh, but I think we had like 30,000 visitors to it in yep. like three weeks. And yep. we're just like, OK, well, there's clearly people online that want to consume Oilers stuff. Sorry to interrupt. I called a buddy up and I was like, yeah, me and me and Jay got this uh, Ryan Smith website. It's popping. And he's like, really? How many people went to it? I was like, you can tell. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit. I don't know how many people went to it. Like 20 Jillian. No, no. Cause we had this petition. Oh, so you and I can't remember the time what the number was, but I was like this many people signed the petition. He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, man, people like really want Ryan Smith to come back. And he's like, you should see how many people went to your website, man. That many people signed a petition. I'm like, probably like 90, 95% of people came to the website, signed the petition. He's like, I don't think it's that high, man. Like you may have a factor of that many people, like geometrically yeah. more. And we didn't even have Google analytics or anything. We had to look on our server records to see how many like ding dongs on the server doorbell were hit. <laughs> and I'm like, give up after one page of counting these things. I'm like, shit, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people interested in this. I remember the journal freaking out because I wrote an article and linked to the journal. Oh, how dare you? Well, 2007. Yeah. Right. And they're like, I remember it was a email or something to the site and they're like, you are not allowed to link to our content without our permission. And I remember being like, damn, and come and talk to you. And I was like, the journal called and they are pissed. And we were like, huh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the mindset ever since. It has to be, man. Uh, How many cease and desist orders have you ever yeah, yeah, got? Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, no one. That's right. All right. Most of them from Ray Upton. We got to wrap because uh, a bunch of us have hard outs here with meetings and whatnot. Real life. And I'm just hard. Ryan Smith oh. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I like you today, Charles. Yeah. You should be you were so fucking hyper today, Charles. Like I was trying to talk like real goaltending stuff and you were just like barking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Unbelievable. Sorry. Anyways, uh, shout out oh. to Oodle Noodle and DoorDash and our friends at Twig and Berries, the HGA group, everyone involved in making this podcast possible. Ryan Smith Day is going to be very cool. If you have Ryan Smith memories or you have early memories of the nation, send them to us. Hit up email bag me. Milk. Email me, bagmilk at oilersnation.com. Your Smitty memories, bagmilkadosenation.com. How you found uh, the looking nation? Forward, looking forward to better late than never with, with guest Wanye. Now, one last thing just before you go here, I'm Chuck. Chalmers, here's when the most nervous I've ever been about Oilers Nation in its entire time was when I went to Josh's house for poker and I'd printed up postcards that said the most powerful nation in the world has risen and Oilers Nation logo. And it cost like an enormous amount of money to have printed. And I remember before going into the poker saying to Jay, well, here we go. There's no turning back. And I walked in and taped it to Josh's fridge in the garage where we played poker and everyone like gathered around and looked at it. And I was like, oh, I hope this works. Like if our eight friends liked it, it was going to go. And everyone was like, no, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's cool. And I remember when we left that and I was like, Jay, I think we've got something here. This website's going to cool. hit. 
All right. This is going to be a wrap. Episode 357 of the Real Life Podcast. We'll be back on Monday, though. Have a good weekend. Go Oilers. Hopefully they sweep the weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.